just one thing I need I don't care about the presents Underneath the Christmas tree I just want you for my own More than you could ever know So make my wish come true Cause all I want for Christmas Is you
Christmas. How you guys doing? I like that suit. Looking all sharp. Like your dresses. You guys having a party? Yeah. Am I invited to your party? Yeah. Okay. What's up, everybody? How y'all doing? Yeah. What's up? Mer Merry Christmas. Say Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. My name is Miles McPherson, Pastor The Rock. Welcome to the Rock Family Christmas Special. We got a great program for you, a great special. We got gifts, we got family, we got music, we got dancing, and we got a special message and gifts. Before I get into this, what do you want for Christmas? Bracelet making kit. Bracelet making kit? Can you make me a bracelet? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. What do you want for Christmas? Bakugan. Bakugan. I don't know what that is, but it sounds like bubblegum, okay? <laughs> what, is, what do you want for Christmas? Magic Mixie. Magic Mixie. Okay, what about this? What do you think this is? Can you see what's in it? No. Can you hear what's in it? No. Well, the only way we're going to know is if we what? Open, open it. it. Help me open it. Come on, rip it out, rip it out, rip it out. What's in it? Oh, it's a book. Well, let's go read what's in the book, and then we can know. Come on, let's go. Said the night went to the little lamb. Do you see what I see? Way up in the sky, little lamb. Do you see what I see? A star. Voice. 
the stars are brightly shining it is the night of the dear savior's birth long lay the world in sin in error pining till he appeared and the soul felt its worth Cry.
Christ was born. Howard, that, that was awesome. That was awesome. Thank you, brother. How's everybody doing? Y'all ready for Christmas? I'm telling you, if there was ever a year we needed to be united for Christmas is this year. And I, I don't, matter of fact, I don't know anything that could unite us. I'm praying that Christmas does unite us this year and all the division for politics and COVID and racism and being separated. So I got a question for you. What do you want for Christmas? A baby. A baby. Okay, you want a boy or a girl? It doesn't matter. It don't matter? Okay, okay. How about you? I just want my family together. You want your family together? Yeah, I know that. What would you like for Christmas? Health for my grandparents. Okay. Okay, good. So a few minutes ago, we sang that song, Do You Hear What I Hear? Is, can anybody, anybody know that? Y'all know that song? We just sang it? I love that song, and I, that song is the, the uh, outline of my message. Do you, do you see what I see? Do you hear what I hear? And do you know what I know? And it's, and it's going to be outlined right in Luke chapter 2, verse 8 to 14. Let me read it to you. Basically, the angels, I mean, the, the shepherds are out in the, in the uh, field with the sheep, and they hear, see something, they hear something, and they eventually know something. And so when I look at it, it says in Luke chapter 2, verse 8, there was in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Ironically, these sheep were the sheep that would be sacrificed, that they were hoping to one day be sacrificed. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. And the angel said to them, do not be afraid. Everyone say, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. For behold, I bring good tidings of great joy. Say good tidings. Good tidings. Now, I'm going to quiz you all later to see if you even know what tidings are. Because <laughs> no one uses that word. <laughs> Only time I see it is in, the, is in the story. Good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day, in the city of David, a Savior who is the Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe. <laughs> a baby. Not a babe. Okay, not, not a babe. I got <laughs> you got one. I got, me too. I got it. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was an, with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God, and I know y'all can sing, okay? <laughs> I know y'all can sing. We got a lot of singers here, but that must have sounded awesome. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace, goodwill towards men. Three things. What did the shepherds see? What did the shepherds hear? And what did the shepherds know? Uh, the first thing they saw was an angel. It says that an angel appeared to them and stood before them. Angels were messengers of God. They were fighting angels. They were announcing angels. They were, angels had all kinds of different assignments, and they were supernatural beings. And all throughout the Bible, if you read and look for angels in the Bible, they're everywhere. I mean, when Moses, uh, Abraham sacrificed his son, he was getting ready to kill his son, and the angel said, stop. Abraham, Abraham, don't kill your son. Uh, an angel of the Lord spoke to Moses from the fiery burning bush. You ever have, you ever have, you ever have fire talk to you? <laughs> And then you have the faith to talk back to it. I mean, we've got a fire right here. If that fire started talking to me, I don't know if I would talk back. <laughs> I, might, I might run upstairs. But the angel of the Lord was in the fire and, and was talking to um, Moses, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego when they got thrown in the fiery furnace. The angel of the Lord went in the fiery furnace. 
And the Bible says that smoke wasn't on them, their hair wasn't singed. And so they saw an angel. Angel in 2 Kings killed 185,000 soldiers in one night. So angels are all, all, out, all throughout the Bible, but especially with Jesus' birth. I want to read something to you from Matthew. Matthew chapter 1, verse 20, it says, But while he thought about these things, Joseph, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, do not be afraid to take to you your wife. Everyone say, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. There it is again, don't be afraid. And then an angel spoke to Joseph again. It says, being divinely warned in a dream that should not return to Herod. Then it says, verse 13, they had departed, and behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, take your young child and his mother, and flee to Egypt. And again, in verse 19, when Herod was dead, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream to Joseph, saying, Take the young child and his mother and go to the land of Israel. So they saw an angel. If you were to ever see an angel, there's going to be a reason, and there's going to be a significant reason that God is sending him to you to speak to you or to do something for you. After they saw the angel, they saw a bunch of angels singing. It says there was an angel, uh, there was with that angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God, saying, glory to God in the highest, on earth, peace and good will. When Jesus was arrested, um, they were asking who he was, and he eventually said, I am he, I am. And I don't know what he did. I don't know if he, like, put his S on his chest out, but <laughs> he said, I am he, and all the soldiers fell over. I would imagine that I wasn't there, but that the glory of God was revealed in every cell on their body. I have a theory when people get, they call them slain, they fall over, that every cell in their body just bows. And for some reason, these guys fell over, and I would imagine that they acknowledged the glory and the presence of God, and they couldn't but bow. It's like, I don't know, you could be an angel and not bow to God. If you don't, you get kicked out, like, we know who. In, in Second Chronicles, when Solomon built a temple, the, the glory of God filled the temple, and the priest could not even go in there and serve. It was too much, because God's not really about us doing things for him. He's about us being with him acknowledging him, having a relationship with him, engaging in his presence. So the angels saw, they saw the angels. They saw the angel that was spoken, then they saw the angels that were singing. And what did they hear? Don't be afraid. Why would an angel say that? And they said it to Mary, they said it to Joseph, don't be afraid. When I was 19 years old, I was doing bad things. I don't know why I looked at you when I said <laughs> <laughs> I said, it's okay, man. <laughs> and I was, over, I was over someone's house in someone's bed that I shouldn't have been in. And I was laying in the bed, and um, it was like right at dusk. <laughs> it's okay, right at dusk. And uh, I've been a pastor all my life. And then um, the Lord appeared in the room at, at, the, at the other end of the room. And I was not walking with God. And the Lord appeared like... I always say like Star Trek, but that's the only way I can say it, how they, you know, fizzled in and stood there. And I know it was God. I know it was Jesus. And, and then it fizzled away. I was scared of death. And I couldn't move. It was, it was the most frightened I had ever been in my life. I couldn't speak. I couldn't sweat. I, I had just a sheet over my body, but I couldn't get up. I don't know where I was going to go anyway. But I was scared of death. So the, the angel said... 
don't be afraid. And I would imagine the angel said, don't be afraid for two reasons. One, that they were supernatural. And I know that uh, it's probably freaking you out looking at me right now. So just chill, because I'm not going to hurt you. And there were angels all throughout the Bible that said, don't be afraid when Jesus was walking on the water. His disciples in Matthew 14 said, don't be afraid. Um, told Mary, don't be afraid. Told Joseph, don't be afraid. Zacharias, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Constantly we were told, be strong and good courage. Don't be afraid. Not only what they saw, but what they heard. And what they heard was, I have a message for you. You have to go tell the world that the Savior's here. That's a big deal. Imagine the whole world's looking for the Savior, and you're the one that's getting told that you got to go tell everybody, you ain't the king, he's the king. You ain't in charge, he's in charge. You ain't the boss, he's the boss. And everybody's got to bow. That's a big responsibility. So I'm getting ready to put you on assignment, and you got to take courage, be strong and courageous, and go do what I said. So they had, they, were, they had reason to be fearful for two reasons. One, what they saw and what they heard. What they heard was that there was going to be a savior, a babe, you got one, wrapped in swaddling clothes in a manger. You got a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes in a manger? She's in her, I want to. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> um, lastly, what did they know? What did they know? Luke chapter 2, verse 15 says, So it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven that the shepherds said to one another, let us go to Bethlehem and see the things that have come to pass which the Lord has made known to us. What they knew, at least what they were told, was that there was going to be a babe in a manger who was going to be the savior of the world. But they didn't know it till they saw it. So it says, And they came in haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen him, they made widely known if God ever revealed something to you, you're not supposed to keep it a secret. He said, they, 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 it, this message was made known to them, and as soon as they saw it, they made it widely known. And now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning the child that he was going to be the Savior. And all who heard of it marveled at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying God, praising God for all the things that they had seen as it was told to them. The shepherds saw the angels. They were told, don't be afraid. And then they knew that what the shepherds told them was true. Once they went and saw Jesus in the manger, they knew that what the shepherds told them was true. When Jesus rose from the dead, and the women came to the, to the tomb. The angel said, he has risen, just as he said. If the angels tell you something, it's going to be true. If Jesus tells you something, it's going to be true. And Jesus said, listen, I am going to rise from the dead and offer you salvation and forgive you of your sin if you ask. If he said that, he meant it. And if, he rose from, if someone rises from the dead, you have to believe everything else they say. Because if he can overcome death, he can overcome anything. And so if he told you he loves you, he told you he's going to, uh, die for your sin, rise from the dead, and f offer you forgiveness for your sins if you ask. Who else can, if you can't believe that, who can you believe? So let's pray because in a few minutes we're going to give someone an opportunity to take advantage of what Jesus said. When to challenge people, don't be afraid. You don't need to be afraid of anything. God loves you. You've seen his love for you. 
and you know that his love and his forgiveness is true. Amen? Amen. Lord, thank you so much for Christmas. Thank you so much for your faithfulness. Thank you so much that you died and rose from the dead. But more importantly, we thank you that you came. Thank you that you were born, that you humbled yourself and became a man and lived 33 years and allowed sinful men to kill you. But thank you that you rose. Bless our Christmas. In Jesus' name, amen.
have enjoyed the Rock Family Christmas special. I hope you enjoyed the music, the amazing artists, amazing musicians and singers. I hope you enjoyed something I said from the Bible. Um, but most importantly, I hope that you've been hearing a small, still voice in your heart telling you that God loves you. God telling you he loves you, has a plan for your life. He sees you. He hears your cries, and he knows the solution to every one of your problems, and it's in the context of a relationship, not an institution, not an organization, but a relationship with the living God. So before we give you an opportunity to ask Jesus to be your Savior, because exactly what we want you to do, I'm just going to ask a few questions here. Tell me when's the first time, what have you seen, how have you seen God move in your life? I've seen and experienced God's love for me as a dad to a three-year-old. I've seen just his grace and his patience, how he handles me. Right, how have you seen God's love in your life? When my mom used to sing over me when mm -hmm. I was little. Yeah, your mom. What have you heard God say to you? Tell them how much I love them. That's what we want people to know. What do you know now that you wish you would have known before? I wish that I would have known to trust in him more in hard mm -hmm. times. Mm -hmm. So God sees you, he hears you, and he knows you. But I want you to know him. It's as simple as A, B, C. A, admit that you're a sinner. The Bible says all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Nobody's perfect. So A, admit that you're a sinner. B, believe that Jesus died and rose from the dead for your sin. Believe that Jesus is Lord, that he died and rose from the dead for your sin. And C, commit your life to him by confessing your sin. So I'm going to lead you in a prayer. And I just want you to look at me because it's very simple. I want you to have your eyes wide open, knowing what you're doing, but focus right here. And I want you to pray this prayer, but you need to pray it by faith. The Bible says it's impossible to please God without faith. And faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. You're hoping for something you can't see. We do it all the time. When we love somebody, we hope. It's an act of faith. When we breathe, it's an act of faith. We don't see air. So I want you to pray this prayer with me. Say it out loud, dear God, I admit that I'm a sinner. I believe Jesus died and rose from the dead. I confess my sin to Jesus. I commit my life to him. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, you just ask God to forgive you of your sin and establish a relationship with him, just like you would with a person. The reason God made you in his image so you could have relationship with him. I want to encourage you to text the word SAVE to 52525. If you're here in the U.S., text SAVE to 52525. And if you're outside the U.S., go to sdrock.com SAVE. And we want to help you develop that relationship. God bless you.
Hey, Rock Family, Merry Christmas. My name is Becky, and I hope you enjoyed this special Rock Family Christmas service. We've been praying for everyone who watches it, and that includes you. Please go ahead and share this message with your friends and family to encourage them this Christmas season. 
If you want to hear more messages of hope, head over to our YouTube channel and subscribe. Be sure to also connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at The Rock San Diego. We can't wait to meet and connect with you and together share the message of pervasive hope with people around the world. When we celebrate Christmas, we remember the fact that God gave, He gave us the greatest gift in history. He sent His Son in humility to bring the thrill of hope to the world. And Jesus' life, death, and resurrection shows us exactly what it looks like to live generously and sacrificially for the sake of others. This Christmas season, I want to encourage you to really meditate on what it looks like to extend generosity to the world just like Jesus did. However you feel directed to do this, I pray that you are blessed as you remember the God who gave it all for us. We invite you to worship God through your giving. One way you can do so is by texting GIVE to 52525 to give a financial donation. If you're outside the U.S., you can visit sdrock.com give. We are so grateful for your support. Your generosity makes an impact in people's lives every day. Every day as we serve the community and reach people for Jesus. Merry Christmas, Rock family. We will see you soon.